0: Fight world, Every day we start the show with the three things we think you need to hear to be in the know today on the Colleen and Bradley show. On MyTalk 1071 streaming live at mytalk 1071com we are Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer, and this is The Three at 12.03.
2: Give me three! You got it! It's the
0: three. I'll need three things. At 12.03. Three.
2: That's the magic number. They're going
3: to be talking about three things. Yes, it is.
2: It's the magic number.
1: And here it is behind door to
0: Thank you. The first thing we think you need to hear to be in the know today is, you know, last night was the Oscars. And there was a it lot was? of... Yes, I know. Oh. Welcome to Monday. And uh, a, there was a lot of kind of hay made uh, in the lead up to the Oscars about what was going to happen on E! Specifically with Ryan Seacrest. Right, yeah. On the red carpet in the wake of some sexual misconduct allegations, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Well, uh, certainly, and we'll talk about this uh, in greater detail later, not many people did approach Ryan Seacrest on the red carpet. But one of the people who did and was interviewed by him was Taraji B. Henson. And there is some mm, some conversation about whether or not she was being authentic when she uh, said a couple things to Ryan Seacrest. Listen to this. The universe has a, a way of taking care of the good people. You know what I mean? I agree. So that's Taraji P. Henson saying to Ryan Seacrest. I love
3: how she just made an offhanded comment, and everybody assumes that it's some deep, you know, dig. I mean, she could have easily been supportive
0: Which is exactly what she is saying. Don't worry, you'll be fine. So it was interesting because um, when we talked about it last night, when we were watching the Oscars telecast and we were doing a watch along for my talk, one, oh, seven, one, watch
3: in full view on our Facebook page at my talk, one, oh, seven, one.
0: And I think it's also up on our website now, too. So, um, you know, you can see kind of uh, us talking. But one of the things that Lori said was she used that as an example of Taraji P. Henson throwing shade At Ryan Seacrest. Well, she took to Twitter to Raji P. Henson after all of this and said basically that she said, I am in full support of Ryan Seacrest. That's why she said this. yeah, and and I just, yeah, I thought so it was this, interesting that people honestly, made something out of it. this is
3: the reason that Ryan Seacrest should not have been on the red carpet, regardless of the truth or uh, of the allegations that he's facing right now. So if you don't know, there uh, there's a, an allegation um, or a series of allegations brought against Ryan Seacrest that... Um, are sexual in nature and because of this there's been controversy and because of the controversy people were like "Ooh, what's he gonna say who's gonna talk to him who's not gonna talk to him it was just a level of distraction that wasn't necessary and I get why like you know Lori and other people would say well they have to blah, blah. but honestly based on what happened last night and based on these kinds of stories it's clear to me that they should have just canceled it from the beginning said you know what regardless of what Uh, we think or don't think of uh, Ryan Seacrest. It just makes everybody have to choose sides, which is just unnecessary. So, yeah, it sucks for Ryan Seacrest, but does it really for a man that has 800 jobs and And, will be just fine? Yeah. And,
0: you know, if he needs to sit out one year on the red carpet uh, and wait till things blow over, whether or not, you know, whatever.
3: Frankly, if I were Ryan Seacrest, I would have made the decision for them. I would have said, look, I don't want to put people... These are people I respect. These are people who I love having relationships with. I do not want to have to put them in an uncomfortable position unnecessarily.
0: Yeah, I wonder if there was some contractual reason why he was maybe not able to do that. Who knows? In any case, I'm on your side. Uh, I just think it would have been better if we would have not been distracted by this at all. Now, moving right along. Behind door number two,
2: let's see what we've
0: got.
3: So Jimmy Kimmel did something fun last night. One, I think, honestly, the uh, only fun thing that he did uh, during the ceremony last night, he said he'd give a free jet ski to the winner who gave the shortest acceptance speech. Pretty the awesome, magnificent right? Christopher Plummer is 88 years old and still going strong. Chris, maybe this is not the place. There's something I want to be asking. How does Lin-Manuel Miranda compare to the real Alexander Hamilton? <laughs> This is a really long show. So here's what we're gonna do. Not saying you shouldn't give a long speech, but whoever gives the shortest speech tonight will go home with. Johnny, tell them what they'll win.
2: It's a brand new jet ski. Back to you, Jimmy. Thank
3: you, Helen. Thank you, jo- Helen Mirren not included. So this is not a joke. I will be timing you. I have a stopwatch. The moment you are handed that Oscar, the clock will start ticking, so get up here, grab it and go. And in the unlikely event of a tie, I need to say the jet ski will be awarded to Christopher Plummer. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So that again, uh, Jimmy Kimmel last night saying he was going to give a a jet ski to the person with the the shortest acceptance speech. And I I, what I didn't mention before the clip started was that Christopher Plummer, he joked about him being like 100 years old. first, That's why that was there. Um, But going back to this whole thing, we were like, is he really going to do it? And at the end, I was like, all right, come on. I want to see who wins the damn jet ski. Turns out uh, it was uh, awarded to Phantom Thread's costume designer, Phantom Thread the movie, Mark Bridges, for the shortest speech. And he won not only that wonderful jet ski, but a life jacket. And Helen Mirren was on the back. She probably, you know, will not be
0: available. going home along yes. with the jet yes. ski. I, thought that I, was will, cute. I did, too. And I will say it did give you a reason to stay at least aware until the end. Um, because he said right off the bat, it's not a joke, I'm giving this thing away. And so we did kind of want to see that follow all the way through. And uh, yeah, it was a cute little bit. Here's what we have for you behind door
1: number three. All right.
0: Well, Frances McDormand won, uh, which was not really much of a surprise for her role in three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri. Uh, And we all wondered what she was going to do once she got on the mic to give her speech. And this is what she did.
1: My clan, Joel and Pedro Cohen. <laughs> these two stalwart individuals were well raised by their feminist mothers. They, they value themselves, each other, and those around them. I know you are proud of me, and that fills me with everlasting joy. And now I want to get some perspective. <laughs> If I may be so honored to have all the female nominees in every category stand with me in this room tonight, the actors, Meryl if you do it, everybody else will, come on, the filmmakers, the producers, the directors, the writers, the cinematographer, the, the composers, the songwriters, the, 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 the designers, ah, come on. Ah. Ms. Boydman! (laughs) Okay, look around, everybody. Look around, ladies and gentlemen, because we all have stories to tell and projects we need finance. Don't talk to us about it at the parties tonight. Invite us into your office in a couple days, or you can come to ours, whichever suits you best, and we'll tell you all about them. I have two words to leave with you tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Inclusion rider. Inclusion rider,
0: and
3: everybody furiously tried to Google inclusion rider. Good yep. luck with In- that, including
0: but not limited. Us.
3: There was uh, there was nothing really to Google. Now there certainly is, but nobody really understood what she was talking about, and uh, she just kind of left it at that.
0: Well, by this morning, inclusion rider, among other things, was trending on the Twitters. Uh, these were the the following were the words that were trending. Um, there was uh, inclusion. Cinematography in memoriam, feminism and rider. Those were the words that were trending this morning. So you may say again, what the heck is this inclusion riser, rider? Well, this is a clause that would allow actors to contractually demand 50% diversity on set. And, uh, that is what Frances McDormand was standing up for at that very end of the, of her speech at the Oscars last night, which was really in line with a lot of the messaging that they did throughout the telecast. Um, Last night, the whole telecast was about equality.
3: Yeah, I will say the thing that I appreciate about the telecast now, a lot of people um, and I did see some hot takes and uh, responses to the uh, Oscars telecast last night that it was, you know, political or divisive. But I didn't, I didn't, I don't feel like it was. Yes, there were messages. And I loved how Jimmy Kimmel at the very beginning, even though it was kind of a snoozer all around the broadcast, that's actually probably a good thing. Sure, it doesn't make for great TV. The ratings will probably be down somewhat. But ultimately, we give crap to award shows for a number of reasons like you're too this, you're too that, it does too much this. I thought it was just a very nice tone that allowed people to have their messages. Jimmy Kimmel said from the beginning, I want you to say everything you want to say. I want you to have every message you want to have. I want you to be as inspiring as you want to be about whatever particular issue, just like, let's keep it short and you could Mm -hmm. win a a dumb jet ski. Right. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of cute. And it set the tone so that people could have their moments. They could have their emotions Nobody felt like we're all on edge because we're waiting for something controversial to be said or shocking. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like the Me Too thing. We're like checking off the list. or I should say the Golden Globes Me Too thing where we're like checking all the boxes to make sure everybody's wearing black and everybody's following the script. In this case, it was very much like this is important to me. I'm going to talk about it. But it didn't feel like they were um, talking about it by dividing people or talking about it by calling other people horrible or, you know, it was very much like this is a, it was an affirmative broadcast Mm -hmm. versus a a sort of divisive negative broadcast.
0: It's interesting because, and I know we have to run to break and we're going to get to Dirt Alert in just a moment, but it's interesting that you say that because when when you said that I thought, yeah, actually I I see that. My first, my first impression or, or, you know, upon further examination of the Oscar telecast, my feeling was that they were almost trying to cover too much ground. But when you put that perspective on it, it you're right. It was kind of a means of, 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 Putting some substance in there versus it just being that back patting, uh, you know, uh, celebrity navel gazing that it that it typically can be and has been criticized yeah. as as being so interesting. Nevertheless, and uh, when we come back, Elizabeth Reese is bringing all the dirt from Hollywood, in. I'm sure there will be some Oscar uh, commentary in there as well. We'll be back after this on My Talk 107.
3: This is a My Talk Dirt Alert.
0: Elizabeth Reese has arrived with the dirt. Good morning. Hi, friends.
4: Hi. All right, let's do a little Oscars wrap up. I have a few fun little headlines for you. You tell me if you agree with this. This is the headline from the Daily Mail. Hashtag so boring. Academy Awards ratings hit a new low as viewers complain about predictable ceremony and unfunny host Jimmy Kimmel. Sunday I thought it was nights, pretty funny. I don't know. I mean, Sunday night's Oscars were watched in 18.9% of American households. It's the second lowest rating in the award ceremony's history behind 2007 when Jon Stewart hosted the event. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, many will, were thinking that Jimmy Kimmel wasn't funny. I think Jimmy Kimmel is always funny. So I, I thought I he really was
0: adorable that. and sweet. And I did, what I appreciate about him is he's not over the top and too look at me, look at me. Right.
3: Well, we live in a world right now where people try to get attention by saying the most shocking thing, the most divisive thing. And here you had a wonderful broadcast of adults who got their messages out without being hateful and without being particularly... pointed in their in their messaging Hmm?
0: well i wonder if that's part well i i I do wonder if that's part of why people didn't flock to it because they were assuming that they were going to get something that they did not end up getting if they watched (laughs) do you see what i'm saying i feel like the climate we've had the last couple years maybe led people to believe that they were going to watch some politically charged Kind of, you know, mock protest. And so they were like, I'm just not interested in being. Yeah, that's
4: a fair assessment. That might be possible. Yeah. So there you go. That's what happened. Um, but I think other people really enjoyed it. This is a cool story coming out of the Oscars, though, that Robert Lopez is now the first person in history to double EGOT. So Emmy, oh. Grammy, Oscar, Tony. If you're an EGOT holder, you have won each one of those no awards. No wonder he could and not speak
3: words last night. Yeah, no kidding.
4: He's he, won each twice. He's won them all twice. That he's is amazing. He won the Oscar for Best Original Song with his wife, Kristen Anderson-Lopez. for All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, Stephen Steven Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast. Or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world
0: Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
4: Remember me from the movie Coco, uh, but he is now the only person in the world who has ever achieved a double EGOT. There are currently 12 individuals who have won at least one Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and a Tony, um, including Mel Brick- Brooks, Rita Moreno and Whoopi Goldberg. Mm. Um, But Lopez is a composer. He also co-created the Book of Mormon and Avenue Q. He has won at least two of
0: each. That's cool. Isn't that cool? We, by the way, we judged his speech.
4: Well, Well,
3: they were just very, he was very, um, he he kept pushing um, into the speech and then said like, they thanked um, the kids or pointed out the kids and then said, and he goes, it's not for, but that's not for you. This award's not for you. I think it's that, for my dear departed mother. Which I get what he's saying, but it sounded like he's yeah. like, "Hey kids, sorry, not FYI. for you, for a dead granny." <laughs>
4: he's probably <laughs> a person who should like be by himself composing things, right? Maybe not like in front of millions of people. He did win his first Oscar also with his wife for the song "Let, Let It Go." Let from
3: It Frozen. Go. Yeah. They, a, they do have a wonderful story, and I will say there's a, a wonderful interview with them uh, with Terry Gross right after, oh, cool. um, like the Frozen you know, sort of phenomenon.
4: Yeah. We've been watching a lot of frozen because of the frozen Disney on ice mm. was here. And then we watched We went last
0: week and, and so, you're about to live in Elsa's I'm winter living, palace. And, and actually
4: when I was leaving today for a snow day where I was home in the morning, my husband's home in the afternoon and I was, starting the movie Frozen yeah. for them as I left. Yeah. Hey, Snow day, Here you peace go. This out Watch this is as what's much TV like. as you want. Just
3: put it on repeat. <laughs> Mama will be back.
4: Watch it all day. Uh Jennifer Garner's shocked expression went viral at the Oscars and everybody is just loving it. I mean, there were all sorts of people who were like just speculating about what Jennifer Garner was thinking. It wasn't really that intense of an expression. I mean, it's but Isn't that the weirdest funny thing people latch onto. When I saw all the headlines and then I was started Pushing play on the meme, I'm like, oh, this is what it is, it right? Seem like that. I don't know, but you know, these are the things. There's like, always um, at least
0: one of those like every Chrissy single Tegan. year, right? The, well, it wasn't it her, her weird face? No, I think that they were just looking, We were looking for, we needed something like that. Yeah, we did, and she filled the gap.
4: Francis McDormand, the guy who tried to swipe her Oscar mm-hmm. statue, has been arrested. Uh, The LAPD confirming he was arrested and booked on felony grand theft charges. His name is Terry Bryant. He even shot a video of himself with the Oscar statue. Before leaving. And then mm-hmm. Wolfgang Puck's photographer is the guy who stopped him. I love this. And grabbed the Oscar back. And then the guy ran back in.
3: Yeah. So he got the Oscar back and then the guy disappeared. And then Francis apparently said like, oh, don't worry about it. Don't, you know, I'm not going to press charges. Right. But apparently either she changed her mind or the district attorney felt otherwise.
4: I think it's probably also the Oscars. Mm-hmm. It might be Francis saying, okay, it's fine. It's no big deal. But like, the Academy Awards, as an entity, don't want people coming in to these parties and swiping yeah. the statues. I mean, that's really not good. I'm going to say something dumb, but a a proper, I'm going to go ahead and say that. It's property this. of the Academy. You know, they can't sell their Oscar. Right. So that's like technically a law. It's like you get it because it has your name on it, but you don't, I mean, you can't just give it
0: to somebody else. Okay, so this is dumb, but I'm going to say it anyway, because I guess I didn't realize that they actually get to walk away with their Oscar and keep it and bring it home. They
4: take it and then they take it to this place to get it engraved, and yeah. then they get it back. Because
0: that's not necessarily how uh, many award shows work, or at least the ones that we peons go to. They'll like give you a fake a, award, a fake award, and then you give it back, and then you can order yours because you got to pay for those. FYI, the
4: Academy Awards has a full engraving station mm. just hanging out yeah, just right like there. Just
3: like also the Hollywood Walk of Fame stars, you pay you for pay that. For those. I know you don't like, and you have to. Apply for it. Mm-hmm. So don't act like you're fabulous because somebody gave you a Hollywood star. Well, mm-hmm. it's
4: kind of the same You
3: do have to be accepted. Yeah. But if you're willing to pony up thirty thousand dollars,
4: Well, yeah. It's yeah. like local Emmy Awards. Yeah. I mean yeah, you in television pay for those. you have to pay for your applications. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So it is, I mean, it's very nice and it's wonderful to win, but it's like if your company doesn't have a budget to pay for it and you don't want to pay for it out of your own pocket, like you might not be nominated for an mm-hmm. Emmy.
0: And if you want your own statue you got it. will be paying for that too. That's the truth. I, I know it's a rough life. It's a not rough life. No, but winners. it's just the thing I think about whenever I see the Oscars. I think I didn't. I guess I didn't realize they're walking home with their with that actual statue. Statues. Jim
4: yeah. Belushi's wife filed for
0: divorce after almost twenty years
4: of marriage. Hmm. Wow. That's yeah. kind of out of nowhere. This is Do we know his why third wife? No, we don't know. Um, what is she, he up to? I don't know.
3: I he's honestly on Twitter. had
4: a moment where I was like, "He's alive, right?" Yes, like, that's what happened. Like when I read it, and then I thought, "I'm not looking at like an old story, right?" No, no, oh,
3: he's touring. He's yeah. doing comedy he tours, is.
4: and then Mary J. Blige settled her nasty divorce. That one's finally coming to an end. So there, they've Donna reached a settlement. Donna follows him on Twitter. Oh, John uh,
0: John Belushi. Yeah. All right. Good. Good to know. Thank you for that. <laughs> Howdy good Monday. Good reporting. Everybody. <laughs> all right. Thanks, Thanks Elizabeth, Elizabeth and Reese. We need a caller for our 30 Second Pop Culture Challenge 651 641 1071 30 seconds. Five questions. You get them all right? We're going to give you a prize. It's the 30 Second Pop Culture Challenge after this. I'm going to tell you what we're going to do here. We're going to give you 30 seconds. You're going to answer five questions. And if you get them all right, you'll win a prize. But only at 1230 and only on the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com doing everything entertainment. I am Colleen Lindstrom. You are Bradley Trainer, And this is your 30 second pop culture challenge.
1: 30 seconds. Challenge. And
3: who's playing today, Colleen? And what are they playing for?
0: We've got Amy on the line and E
2: Holly. What is Amy playing for need? today? Hell, you. She's playing for a my talk one hundred seven one swag bag.
3: <laughs> Amy, the timer will begin after I ask the first question. Are you ready? Yes. All right, here we go. Frances McDormand won her first Oscar for her performance in what movie? Fargo. Oscar winner Kobe Bryant used to play for what NBA team? Lakers. The movie Coco was made by which animation studio? Uh, Disney? Nope. Pixar. How many Oscars has Meryl Streep won? Oh, gosh. 12? Nope. 8? Nope. 10? Nope. 9? Nope. Uh, 5? Nope. 4? Nope. 3? Yes. Yay! What movie won Best Picture last night?
4: Uh, Chapel Waters. yeah, <laughs>
3: yeah!
4: Amy,
0: you, you did it! Right oh my God! I
3: thought for sure you were going to lose it on that Meryl Streep uh, no. one. You started uh, so high.
0: You know what, Amy? But you did it and we're proud of you. Thank you for playing Congrats. the 30 Second Pop Culture Thank Challenge. What did
3: she win again?
0: She got a My Talk swag bag. Oh,
3: enjoy that swag bag, honey.
0: Yeah, get your swag on. Uh, that's awesome. Congratulations to Amy. Now, the rest of you can try to be just like Amy by playing the 30 Second Pop Culture Challenge. We do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley Show. That was awesome. Okay, When we're done with that, once we've wrapped that up, we like to move on and uh, solve some mysteries. We do it in the form of blind items that Holly brings to us. We call it Blinded by
2: the Item. Blinded by Oh, you guys, it's like Christmas morning Woo! today. All of these blind items concern happenings at last night's Academy Awards. Good, I'm ready. be oh, out good. of my Oh my gosh, and some of them are a little too long. I will say go to crazydaysandnights.net and read some of them for yourself. There is one in particular that is too long to read over the air, but it is D- delicious but these are all scrumptious as well can i just
0: say holly was uh delighting herself aloud by reading these earlier she was giggling on the couch and we had no idea what she was so excited about yeah so here
2: we go okay this isn't the one that i was laughing at but we have a lot of people that we need to think about in this blind item there are three individuals In this blind item. Go for it. A former back in the day, A plus list, mostly movie actress. So at one point, she was A plus list. Got it. Then we have an A list celebrity slash athlete. Uh Uh-huh. And then we have an A minus B plus, mostly movie actress from an acting family who is also an Oscar nominee slash winner. So think about that. Think about those three people while I read you this blind item from crazydaysandnights.net. This former back-in-the-day A-plus list mostly movie actress sneered while looking at this A-list celebrity-slash-athlete saying the following. What is she doing here? Are they stooping that low now? This is supposed to be for elite professionals in our craft. Mm. The lady beside the A-plus list mostly movie actress. Who is that A-minus B-plus list mostly movie actress from an acting family? who is also an Oscar nominee slash winner, looked as if she wanted to crawl under something and hide. When I complimented her on her dress, her date for the night, she said with a very sheepish grimace, Grimace, you're welcome to take my place if you want. Don't think it was her idea for this notable PR reunion. There's so much going you on I know, there's so much going on You gotta here. start somewhere. Yeah. Got, yes, okay. exactly. So now let's think about that A-plus list. So a bitchy
3: A-plus, former, former A-plus mostly yeah. movie actress. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah, now think of this person. She used to be A-plus list, I would say, probably in the late 90s. She also made a lot of headlines this last year with her particular role in the Me Too movement,
0: oh, okay, was it one of the uh, was it like a Mira Sorvino type of well, person?
2: Now think of who Mira Sorvino walked, the red, walked the red carpet with. She walked
0: the red carpet with Ashley Judd. Okay, so, so Ashley, Ashley Judd, Judd is the bitchy
3: former movie a plus movie actress. That
0: that rings true because she, I mean, we have heard rumors about her maybe having a little bit of an attitude. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, okay, so
3: so was Mira Sorvino the a minus list mostly movie actress she was with okay so uh-huh. we just need to figure out the a list celeb athlete
2: now there was a notable athlete that walked the red carpet last night at the Academy Awards she had uh she's been recently in the news she just competed Lindsey in- Vaughn, Vaughn? yeah why does everybody
3: hate Lindsay Vaughn
2: I don't know because I, I feel on- like
3: this is not the first blind item we've read where um, somebody was Smack talking Lindsay Vaughn.
2: I feel like Lindsay Vaughn, if you're to believe these blind items and some other rumors on the internet, she is also maybe known to have a slight attitude. But in this blind item, she has done nothing wrong except walk the red carpet and just be at the Academy Awards. Yeah, also,
3: like Adam Rippon was there wearing like a gay harness. So, like, there are people at the Oscars who probably don't need to be there. Like, it's not that exclusive. And also, Ashley Judd, the only reason you are there.
0: Is because of the Me Too movement. Thank you,
3: and I mean, good for you. Women's power, fight it till you write it.
2: Good, okay? that was good. Like that? that was really good you on the fly. That, yeah, put that on a T-shirt. Yeah, but you're not something.
3: there because you were nominated for an actual award.
0: Okay,
2: let's or was fill, she? I don't even know.
0: Let's fill in the no. Okay. Let's fill in the blanks and then uh, try to understand what just happened. Okay, <laughs> this is what
2: just happened. So Ashley Judd sneered while looking at Lindsay Vaughn, saying, what is she doing here? Are they stooping so low now? This is supposed to be for elite professionals in our craft. The lady beside her, Mira Sorvino, looked as if she wanted to crawl under something and hide. And when I complimented Mira Sorvino on her dress and her date for the night, she said with a very sheepish grimace. I can't say that. That's hard. That's a lot. Sheepish grimace. (laughs) Thank you. Mm -hmm. You're welcome to take my place if you want uh, don't I, don't think it was for, I don't think it was her idea for the PR reunion. So if I'm hearing that correctly,
0: it sounds like NT lawyer who supplies these blind items complimented Mira Servino on her dress. Yes. And she basically gave a face to NT lawyer that said something along the lines of, I don't want to be here oh, right yeah, now. You with yeah. this. Take my place. Yes, if you yes want. exactly. You Take my place. That if is you want. fascinating. Mm. Hey, you know, can I say something really quick before we move on? Yes. I've always been under the impression that anti Lawyer is a man? Yeah. Are we sure he is? I
3: mean, according to the, the okay. piece that was in the New York Times, or whoever wrote that initial background piece, Holly, oh, I don't The Daily
0: remember. Beast. It really had nothing, that observation had nothing to do with anything, sure. just that that's like my personal, yeah. the way I see it. Anyway, I mean, interesting.
2: Yeah, anytime anti Lawyer has been written about in publications, they use uh, he, 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 he pronouns. Th- I mm-hmm.
3: thought he like calls himself a fat man, like a fat entertainment lawyer.
2: Oh,
0: yeah. interesting. All right, yeah. moving All right then moving on.
2: Let's think about an A-list mostly television actress. Okay. An A-list mostly television actress. Again, this blind item is from last night's Academy Awards. Here we go. The handlers for this A-list mostly television actress from a, a hit almost television show had a list of topics that could not be asked by press on the red carpet that was so long that most press just chose not to have her stop at all.
3: Can I ask a question? Yeah. What's an um, almost TV show? Yeah, it would be
2: uh, a streaming service TV show. That is the uh, phrase that crazy days and nights so uses.
3: Can you read that again? Yeah. I'm sorry. Cause that confused me.
2: Okay. The handlers for this a minus list, mostly television actress from a hit almost television show had a list of topics that could not be asked by press on the red carpet. That was so long that most press just chose not to have her stop at all.
3: Uh, is she a Scientologist Oh, Handmaid's Tale. Elizabeth Moss. Yes. Elizabeth Moss.
2: Yes. Interesting. Really? Yes, Elizabeth Moss uh-huh. was at the Academy Awards yes. last night, if you didn't notice. But if that's okay if you didn't, because nobody stopped to talk to her. That's We did, because
3: she was uh, milky.
2: Milky. Milky, that's yes. right. Julia was telling us about...
0: Uh, I was very confused, because... I I'm Minnesotan, but I apparently don't speak Minnesotan all the way. She was talking about her outfit, and she kept on saying she can't wear that. It's too melky. And I was like melky, like I thought she those were two word mel and mel then key. And key. I was very confused. Who is this melky? Yes, Sounds and then like finally an I, I it occurred Did to you me. Have a diner? No, she's trying to say milky. <laughs> she's talking about
3: she she didn't like her colors. People skin. of my ah. color,
0: my coloring, which is paste.
2: Uh, shouldn't Mm -hmm. wear colors so close to pace. Oh, I see. Well, I'll fill in the blank for you for this blind item. Okay. Uh, The handlers for Elizabeth Moss, of course, the star of The Handmaid's Tale on Hulu, had a list of topics that could not be asked by press on the red carpet that was so long that most press just chose not to have her stop at Mm -hmm. all. Mm -hmm.
0: Interesting.
3: Yeah, she, I'm telling you, she is on borrowed time.
0: In terms of her fame or in terms of uh, things... Uh, cracking wide open for her and Scientology. Both. Yep. Okay. When we come back, you know what? I, we have one more blind item. I think I'd like for us to solve that because it's just a little bit too fun. And then we'll get to a little chatter about, uh, the red carpet
1: Pretty sure that's JLo and P.S. The person behind all of this is
3: Chris Jenner.
1: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
3: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the
0: Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. It's on my talk 1071. All right. Well, we are going to get to another blind item on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. But, you know, uh, basically all of the children in the state of Minnesota are off school today.
3: Yeah. So, you know, we just thought uh, we'll keep your kids smart while yeah. they're just otherwise, you know, they could be on the street doing drugs, stealing, breaking and entering. You know, Wow, you went all the
0: way there.
3: So in an effort to keep your kids safe, we just decided to make them a little smarter.
0: Yeah, so we're going to give you a little lesson, children. Here we go.
1: With the kids home from school today, Colleen and Bradley are here to help keep those kids educated. You're welcome, parents. Here's a phonics lesson from your new
2: reading teachers, Team Cobra.
3: See Taraji walk the red carpet.
0: See Ryan try to talk to Taraji. See Taraji say, bye, Felicia. Run, Taraji, run. Thanks, Snow Day school teachers. Back to your regular dumb show. <gasps> <gasps> Rude.
3: Dumb. Rude. Wow, All we right. should do this. I, like I, We could be like the, you know, that what's that school online thing?
2: Uh, I like, don't you know, have time American to go to University. a school.
3: I'm going to do it on... Is that an online
2: school? No, oh. University of Phoenix. Yeah, oh, there university you go. I knew university <laughs> was in there somewhere. <laughs> you uh, actually have to go to National American University. Oh,
0: National American, American university. university. I just thought, because online was just fine. Uh, online, anytime. Anyway. <laughs> any Nighttime oh. or anytime. Na- anytime. Really. Get your
2: degree. set yourself free. National American
0: University. There you go. I oh, got a jingle. Uh, okay, let's finish up a little unfinished business with one more blind item that Holly brought for us. <laughs>
2: This is a short but sweet blind item from last night's Academy Awards from CrazyDaysAndNights.net. We have to think of a permanent A-plus list, mostly movie actress. Okay. An A-plus list, mostly movie actress. Okay. When this permanent A-plus list, mostly movie actress, was asked a hashtag you knew type of question, <gasps> the actress said, we're done here, and walked <gasps> off. Was that, was that our girl, Meryl? What? Okay, she doesn't have
3: time for people questioning
0: her.
2: It's so true. Okay, do that one Uh, over again. All right, Meryl Streep was asked a hashtag you knew type question, and Meryl Streep said, "We're done here," and walked off. I mean, she who
0: asked her that question? Yeah, that's what I'm curious about. No, we're
2: not. I I have no idea, and I don't know where if it was on the red carpet or. The Vanity Fair party, or if it was another celebrity that asked her, yeah, exactly. So we don't know who asked the question, but she was not having any of it. That woman is no nonsense.
3: You know, I love her, but like I don't, I think she's totally fair game. And if she's as amazing as we claim her to be, which I do think she is, then she can handle. Uh, Questions and she can handle the criticism. But just because she's fabulous doesn't mean she shouldn't be asked tough questions.
0: You know, I got to think, you got to think that before she arrived there, she had something rehearsed along those lines because people are going to ask. I don't know. Obviously, if she's telling people we're done here, she. I feel like that's what she rehearsed was to just be like, and scene. You know, she's pretty good at that. Uh, All right. Now, I watched a pretty fair amount of the E coverage because all of the hullabaloo leading up to the Oscars was about how they were going to manage Ryan Seacrest on the red carpet. Um, because Ryan Seacrest last week, one of the things we were talking about all week was these, uh, these allegations of sexual misconduct brought against him mm-hmm. by his, specifically by his former stylist. Was yep, that what it was? Yeah, former stylist. Yep, and then they were sort of corroborated by an anonymous person who also worked along with them. Well, we knew that a lot of celebrities wouldn't be coming up to talk to him, or at least that's what the buzz was. Did you get to watch it at all, Brad?
3: Yeah, I watched a tiny bit, but I mean, you know, it's as awkward and uncomfortable as you think it's going to be.
0: Well, it seems like it was so different from other years, because it seems to me that in previous years, you know, they would put... Ryan Seacrest, very similar to what they did at the Golden Globes. They would put him on his little spot on the red carpet. And then publicists would kind of usher their actors nearby and sort of wait in a line. And then he would pull them in and talk. And then they'd toss to Juliana Rancic, who'd be at another part of the carpet. And she'd do the same thing. And then they'd go back and forth, back and forth. Well, as it was, it was already awkward because they put Juliana Rancic on top of the Roosevelt Hotel with like an audience. So no celebrities at all. No
3: Manny Cam.
0: No Manny Cam, no nothing. And then Ryan Seacrest was kicking it on the carpet, but not much was happening, which also begs the question, why didn't they flip-flop roles? Well, Uh, whoever made the
3: decision, we talked a little bit about this at the beginning of the hour, but whoever made the decision to go forward with Ryan Seacrest, and I'm sure you can give me like five reasons why they had to blah, blah, blah. I don't care. The bottom line is um, it it was just a distraction and it was unnecessary. And, you know, maybe in the long run, it doesn't matter because like how many people were watching the e-red carpet anyway, like most people I would imagine. And remember, most people was very little people. Right. uh, Watched the total telecast. And if they watched any red carpet, very likely it was on ABC. So... Um, and apparently ABC did a better job getting, you know, people to to come talk. That's where I, I watched most of the red carpet. And, um, you know, it's because it was non-controversial. And frankly, a red carpet shouldn't be controversial. The red carpet's supposed to be the fun part, right? Like the non-controversial fun part where you just kind of like chill and hang out and, you know, make stupid comments. But you can't do that when you're like, that dude might have stuck a woman's face near his crotch. Right. Like you just can't unsee that. Is it fair?
0: I don't care. Right. It's how is when was Hollywood fair? Never. Never. And also the the red I'll be perfectly honest. And you know, uh you can send emails to me about this if you'd like. But the red carpet has been less interesting since we started to worry so much about the not asking what who are you wearing.
3: Which I'm sorry. That's why you're on the dumb red carpet. I'm old school. I'm probably misogynist. I'm uh, a flaming homosexual. One of the beauties of being a woman in Hollywood is that you get to wear fabulous things. Mm -hmm. I think it is a shame that men are forced to wear, you know, a penguin suit and that they don't get to wear fabulous things and be held to the same ridiculous standards that women are. I understand how stupid that might sound to you. Regardless, my point is simply there is fun on the red carpet and the fun on the red carpet is not. Why is it important for young people today to look up to blah, blah, blah? Yeah, there's a no, time and a place you can for that, do that. conversation. That, yes. The
0: red carpet, the red carpet is carpet about is, looking fabulous. Yeah, like
3: I look fabulous and I get to have fun and I have more money than you do and I have more power than you do. And I could probably destroy your career with an email. Don't you want to be? Don't you wish you were me? And you're not. Ha ha. And the rest of us are, wow. like,
0: I was just thinking it was about glitz no, and glamor. It's about <laughs>
3: like, that's like these celebrities who act like I'm just like you, I'm going to, I'm going to climb over a chair like Jennifer Lawrence. Right. No, you're, you're supposed to be better than me.
0: Right. So act like it. Well, I will say uh, very few people stopped to talk to Ryan Seacrest and he was doing everything they could to try to cover for it and not well. Yeah. Uh, So uh, stick a fork in that. I believe their red carpet coverage as we know it is done. Now, when we come back, I'm very excited about this. Our friend Paul McGuire Grimes is entering the studio. He's going to chat with us about, among other things, the Oscar telecast itself. So stay tuned and hear his take after this on My Talk 107.1. Go.